Hello, church family. This is Marilyn Mitchell. I'm the Women's Ministry Director for New Visions Buchanan Campus, and today we are in Psalm 41, and um, I'll be reading in the English Standard Version. It says this, Blessed is the one who considers the poor. In the day of trouble, the Lord delivers him. The Lord protects him and keeps him alive. He is called blessed in the land. You do not give him up to the will of his enemies. The Lord sustains him on his sickbed. In his illness, you restore him to full health. As for me, I said, O oh Lord, be gracious to me. Heal me, for I have sinned against you. My enemies say of me in malice, When will he die and his name perish? And when one comes to see me, he utters empty words while his heart gathers iniquity. When he goes out, he tells it abroad. All who hate me whisper together about me. They imagine the worst for me. They say a deadly thing is poured out on him. He will not rise again from where he lies. Even my close friend, in whom I trusted, who ate my bread, has lifted his heel against me. But you, O Lord, be gracious to me and raise me up that I may repay them. By this I know that you delight in me. My enemy will not shout in triumph over me but you have upheld me because of my integrity and set me in your presence forever. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Amen and amen. Ah, friends, uh, these Psalms so often just really hit straight to the core of some of the things that you and I encounter as well, don't they? We can just relate. We understand the depth of angst and hurt and pain that the psalmist portrays um, in this passage and, and many of the others as well. I love, I'm, I want to start at the end kind of for a second where it just says amen and amen. I really love the word amen and I think we take it for granted sometimes. Um, amen kind of means like, yes, let it be, right? Um, we're agreeing. It's an agreement with whatever was just said per previously and kind of a, a an extra oomph of let it be let this be yes let this be um and it kind of reminds me of it's it's totally unrelated to the psalm but it reminds me of um Mary in the story of her pregnancy with Jesus and how when the angel explained to her what was happening she said be it unto me basically she said yes she said yes i agree let it be whatever's just been said let it be and that's kind of what we see here at the end as well that with this amen and amen um the the psalmist goes through what is a very familiar pattern by now of just pouring out his heart before the lord sharing first these declarations of who God is and how he blesses others um, and how he is healer. He is the one who provides divine protection, divine um, deliverance, all of these things. We see that in those first few verses. But then we see like in the middle of the passage where he's kind of getting to the heart of what's hurting him in this moment, which is just this utter betrayal of his enemies, but not only his enemies that we would expect, right? But oh my goodness, I feel such a hurt in my heart in verse nine, because he says, even my close friend in whom I trusted, who ate my bread, has lifted his heel against me. And that is so personal. And again, I think if if we've lived any number of years on this earth, we've encountered a betrayal of this kind. And God forbid, maybe um, 
extended a betrayal of this kind to someone we love. And uh, it's so hard here because this close friend betrayal, when he says who ate my bread, um, I think just like in today's society, but especially so then, um, when you shared bread with someone, when you shared a meal with someone, that, that indicated an intimacy, right? This was a very close, he, someone was in his home that he uh, invited into his inner circle, ate his bread, this person even has lifted his heel against him. And so, um, you know, as he's pouring out his heart over these things, he he, re he comes back around um, as he often does and says, but I know this, by this I know that you delight in me, that I have your favor really is what he's saying, is that even in spite of these things, clearly David is very sick here is, is really what is insinuated because he's talking about this illness that he has and how all of his enemies are rejoicing basically in this illness and gossiping about it, right? But he says, by this I know you delight in me that my enemy will not shout and triumph over me because you have upheld me because of my integrity and set me in your presence forever. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting. Amen and amen. Yes and amen. Yes and yes. Let it be. Let it be. And I love that because again, over and over, these Psalms are just such a good reminder and a good model for how we can pour our heart out to the Lord and what that looks like in a healthy and God honoring way is that yes, first and foremost, of course, we remind ourselves who he is. We declare that truth about God. Then we apply that truth to the situation that we're currently in. And if we get off track in this process of, of kind of concentrating on, on where we're revealing these hurt places, we finish it right back up with that sandwiched reminder that, look, blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has upheld me and he has set us in his presence forever. Friend, if you are a believer in Christ Jesus, if he has granted you his Holy Spirit and eternal salvation is yours, you have been set in his presence forever. I can't tell you how overwhelming and wonderful and peaceful that makes me feel because there's such confidence. And we see that in so many of these Psalms that despite the drama that one might encounter, despite the difficulties that we may have, despite the unfair things that we may um, encounter or the things that are very much a result of our own sin because even David acknowledges in this Psalm, heal me for I have sinned against you. Now, it, it, we don't know that in this particular case that this illness or, or whatever was happening was a result of sin, but nevertheless, we have all sinned, right? And so uh, there's, there's that acknowledgement throughout these humble conversations with God the Father that, listen, I am a sinner, but I also, in, in, as he as he says later on um, in the passage, he, you know he 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 has walked in integrity, and we know that that's true because Scripture tells us that throughout um, the history of David in the Old and the New Testament, it just talks about how he was favored of the Lord and how he did demonstrate righteousness and uprightness. And again, I think that should be such an encouragement to each of us that yes, we have fallen, we are fallen. There is none good, scripture says. And so we will have made mistakes and we may make them again. But the glory and beauty of our Father is that he has made a way. He has already provided for that. He has covered that. He has paid it in full. And so we are still able through him alone to walk in his righteousness in the past that he has laid before us. And so um, that relationship grants us this amazing, beautiful, shocking access to the Father that we can go to the 
God Almighty, the God of Israel, the one who is from everlasting to everlasting and pour out our hearts to him. And also to end it with that yes and amen, just yes and yes. And anytime we see in scripture something repeated, um, that's significant, right? There's a reason that we see that emphasis of um, repetition. And so I love that. I just feel that in my bones from the psalmist in this passage is just that as he walks through that and as he talks through this process with the Lord and the Lord works on his own heart, he's reminded and he comes to the conclusion, you know what? As always, God, you have upheld me. I am in your presence, so blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Amen and amen. So friend, I don't know what it is in your heart or your life today that you may be facing that feels unfair. Maybe it's great sickness. Maybe it's um, betrayal from both enemies and those that you thought were close to you. Maybe it's just the everyday heart of life, just the, the smallest or even the greatest things, whatever that is, he is God. And we have the pleasure and the opportunity to be in his presence forever, from everlasting to everlasting. And so whatever's going on, I encourage you to, to follow David's lead here and pour it out before the Lord, heavy on the reminders of who God is and what he's done, and light on the reminders of who we are and what we've done. And we just cover that in him and his righteousness and his power. And then we believe it. And sometimes that means repeating it to ourselves. Yes, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Amen and amen. It's done. It's settled. Let it be. We agree with you, God. Whatever you're doing in our lives, no matter how hard, um, no matter how confusing, let it be. Do the work that you have designed to do in us and through us. And may we learn what it is as you continue to form us in your image. God, I pray this for myself today. And I pray this for my sweet friends. And I pray, Lord, that if there's any who don't have that assurance, of being set in your presence forever, that today would be the day of salvation. Friends, you can reach out to our next step um, online. You can go to newvisionlife.com and look for next steps. Um, there's so many people that you could talk to, and, and I just really encourage you to do that because you have an advocate. You have a healer. You have a God who is gracious and merciful, as David says. He will be gracious. He will be merciful. He loves you, and he wants you to be in his presence forever. Be blessed. Mm -hmm.